is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, and we're in studio with friend of the show, Sharon Crowley from the Ohm Center of Healing, and we're speaking with Nancy Randon of Transforming Your Phoenix, who is a healer, teacher, and a life coach, and we are delighted to have her in studio. Welcome, Nancy. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. We're happy to have you. Very excited for this. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. So, tell us a little bit about how you started transforming your phoenix and why. And for those listeners that may be new to you, well, I started healing classes years ago, um, and in my experience in working with the public, I have found that there's a lot of people that don't know how to heal. They don't know how to change the things they don't like about themselves. They don't know how to get to the core of who their essence is. And it was just very inspiring as far as, you know, what more transformation do you need than a phoenix? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%. Rise from the ashes, right? That's right. (laughs) I love it. What... um, so your own pathway to getting free has been learning how to heal yourself, and then by extension, you've started to work with others. Yeah, I actually, years, I mean, growing up, it was, I knew I had gifts. I didn't know I had gifts, but I had the gifts, didn't know what they were until I started really diving into chakras, diving into um, the Claire, you know, Claire, the Claire, um, Gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Claire's. The Claire's. Claire's sentient, yeah. clairvoyance, yes. clairaudience. And, um, and, you know, always astrology was huge, too. I love astrology. Yeah, I was wondering about oh, what tools God. you like to use. Man. Yeah. Healing stones. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. The list. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is that list? I oh, want to know. <laughs> well, you know what? Ask for well, you know, Elizabeth, we found each other, our tribe, um, which has been a blessing. Mm-hmm. And it's just helped me catapult. You know, yeah. as far as what I love to do, so I tell people I, I can't wait to get my hands on people in a good way yeah. because it's really honestly this this stuff. People don't realize how important it is to know thyself. Absolutely. To know what it is that, you know, you want to heal. You know, nobody should be my opinion anyway. Nobody should be walking around feeling like crap. Right. Nobody. You know, there's some somebody out there, something out there that can help you along ship that energy. Don't you find that um, lots of people don't know they don't know they feel? They don't, exactly. (laughs) They're not even in tune with the fact that, wow, I do feel like crap. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to slow down long enough to realize I feel like crap. Yeah. I don't feel good. And then they run into problems. You know, you got the heart attacks, anxiety, depression, and it's like that stuff can be really healed and can be prevented once you slow down and tap in to yourself and say, okay, what am I feeling? What am I doing with my life? What do I want to do with my life? You know what I mean? So, um, big questions. Big questions. I love questions. I love asking people those big questions. <laughs> yeah. Do people just look back at you kind of uh, in disbelief of, I don't yeah. know the answer to that? Well, that, and they say, I never even thought about that. Never asked myself that yeah. question. Right? Yeah. So, I, I think the healing journey is really important. I, I feel, you know, it's. Discovering yourself, I think, is super important because we live in a society that says, well, no, just watch TV. Right. Just let, let TV tell you what it is that you are to think. Or let's get numb. Or let's get numb, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's super important to explore yourself. Yeah. Do you find that people come to those questions after um, uh, like a major incident in their life or is it at a certain age? Um. 
I think all the above. I mean, uh, big incidences are huge. I mean, that can be a trigger in order to um, get somebody, like, stop to think, oh, my gosh, what's going on? I don't want to deal with this. I don't know how to deal with this. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But, you know, I come across a lot of people. I get phone calls from people. They know they want the help. They know they need guidance. They, They have questions. And they'll call me up and they'll say, Okay, this, this, and this happened. Am I crazy? And it's like, no. You know, they'll have, they'll have you know, a, a, a experience with a lost soul or something in their house. And, yeah. you know, they don't, and they don't realize that they're tapping into the higher realms that, you know, where they can see them and that they're utilizing their gifts they didn't even know they had. Well, when you talk about gifts, what yeah. are some of the, maybe the early inklings of gifts? Oh, walking into a room and feeling if, what the energy is in a room. I mean, people can do that, and I don't think they realize they can do that. Um, walking into a room, and you could tell if there was a fight, if there was, you know, something not nice said, it just the energy doesn't feel good, uh-huh. you know. So it's really, um, you know, that's really one of the main gifts that a lot of people have, and they don't realize they're using it. Or even just picking up other people's stuff yes. and then it becoming your own yes. mood or energy or fear or... Exactly. And, well, you know, I mean, human, human beings, we have the primal right. instinct. Right. It all starts there, you yeah. know, fight or flight, right? Yeah. Um, the gut instinct. And people don't, you know, a lot of people, um, they listen to it, but they don't really understand that they can listen to it in a bigger scale. Right. And yeah. I think oftentimes people are, like you're saying, tapping into their psychic intuitive gifts mm-hmm. all the time yep. and don't realize how much they're being supported by them. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've been taught to discount them and override them because society says, no, do this. Yep. Uh, and one of the things I know, because we've taken classes together, <laughs> thank goodness, yes. is um, and and work together is that when we start to tap into our those abilities and really let them support us mm-hmm. so much becomes available in terms of that self-healing journey and i think one of the things you have been so passionate about is helping people wake up to the possibility that they can heal oh absolutely and just knowing that they can heal they don't have to they can do it organically Right. You know, they can do it. What do you mean by that? Organically, naturally. Yeah. You know, they don't. um, And hear my heart. If you need to go to the doctor, get some medication, do your thing. It's okay. Mm -hmm. But also look into doing it organically. You know, Mm. coincide, both working together. You know, meditation's huge. I mean, that right there is getting yourself grounded in Mother Earth and getting you, um, you know, connected to those higher realms. Right. You know, meditation can really soothe the soul and receive you can receive the messages that you're yeah. that you're missing. Yeah, that's what I was gonna or say. Or what your higher self's trying to tell you. It's like let's you know? start asking those questions. Yes. Let's start looking at what are my gifts. Mm-hmm. What is my purpose? Absolutely. How do I get there? Exactly. And they I, come see Nancy. I was gonna say then I call <laughs> you, right? <laughs> I'll help. <laughs> so, so when somebody does call you um, and we're working together do you help identify what a person's particular gifts are and maybe what tools might enhance those gifts? Or is it is it even starting farther back than that? Like, 
A little bit of both. I mean, when somebody first calls me and say, you know, and they say, "Oh, hey, this happened. Am I crazy?" It's like, no, you're not crazy. Number one, you're you're experiencing your gifts. Validation's huge. You know, people. And my my experience and and the people that I've worked with, validation. Everybody needs to be validated. Yeah. I mean, every you know, everybody has different experiences. Even though it could be of the spiritual realm or just an everyday life realm, mm -hmm. everybody needs some kind of validation to know that they're not alone. Yeah, and I think you know? there's certain ideas that we all have about somebody who does have a gift that it's got to be that way in order for you to be experiencing your gift. Yeah. And if it's not like that, then you don't have a gift. Yeah, no, exactly. No, everybody is different. Everybody's unique. We all, you know, the gifts are out there. We all might not have the same exact gifts. But we have gifts, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just a matter of um, working with them and mastering them and appreciating them. What, what would you say? Because, I mean, I, I think all of us in this room having this conversation have bumped up against our own trepidation, but also other people who maybe have some hesitancy about the healing journey. And why, like, why take the healing journey? Because it's not, it's yeah, not. Can we uh, avoid the healing journey? It's not always like, you know, rainbows and, and lollipops, yeah. right? I understand. And so, like, what do you say to someone? Because I know you speak at different conferences mm -hmm. about the importance of the healing journey. What What's the message you give people? The main message I give people about starting their healing journey is, number one, I ask them why not. So far, think about what you have done so far and how you've handled things so far in life. How are you feeling inside about that? You know, how how are you, you know, what are you open to in order to handle things a little bit differently? You know, and it's just um, when you look at fear, even people have a lot of fear. You know, once you go through that fear, you know, it, it dissipates. You know, you get a different perspective. Yeah. You can switch that perspective and flip that light switch and say, oh. I didn't realize it could be that easy. Yeah. And it's not always easy, though. You know what I mean? Oh. I mean, it can get raw. <laughs> it can get really raw. Yes. <laughs> you know? But, um, you know, I'm a firm believer the human body is very dense. You know, and the more we hold in, the more we get sick. And, you know, I when I see a client, I'm like, you know, the best thing that you can do, really, to allow your body to release, the easiest way to do it is to cry. Yeah. Mm. People don't realize, just cry. Just release that grief, release whatever's stuck in your body, yeah. because so the body doesn't have to hang on to it anymore. Well, and I think there's even times where people do have a good cry, and they have no idea why they're crying. Yes. Which is just great, yep. because you still get to release it. That's right. <laughs> so That's whatever right. it is, right? <laughs> so you can cry first and ask how yourself afterwards, okay, what was that about? What was that about, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> For our listeners who may be wondering what a higher self is, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. let's just uh, bring that forward for a hot minute. But yeah. the higher self, do our you want to take self it? Our higher self is our God source connection to spirit. Okay. It's a higher, well, it's our higher self is our higher selves, like the smart part of ourselves, maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or the part That's helping that can, us navigate it, navigate down here. And, yeah. and also it's that part that can see all the lifetimes yes. or all the, all the patterns patterns that our soul has taken. Yes. And it's, what we're still trying to learn and master and what yes. we're... The higher self knows what your path and purpose is in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. And it knows what you can correlate with other lifetimes, whether it's ancestral or past life or simultaneous lifetimes, which are parallel lifetimes. Um to help you reach your goal and your purpose of being here in, in this carnation. 
And is that different from our ego self? Yes. Oh, yes. But our ego self can be in alignment with the higher self if we can get the personality to connect up. That's good. Instead of run the show. That's right. (laughs) Ego gets us in trouble sometimes. I'm familiar with my ego (laughs) self. Yeah. Right. (laughs) We just need to know how to use it because we need an ego to be here. We need an ego to manifest this life. We just want it in flow and in taking in information and guidance from our higher self, not always trying to. CEO it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and just like every emotion, you know, like fear, for instance, has its place. It can be a good thing. Yeah. Um, However, if it's getting in the way or it's happening when we don't need to Mm -hmm. flee a tiger, for instance. (laughs) Um, and And I, at least with a lot of the work I do, I definitely see that there's a lot of fears in there that may not even be something that someone is actively aware of or even thinking about but or understanding where the fear is coming from right. yes yeah yes. do you find that oh yeah quite often in a lot of my clients especially like my students now because i'm i teach what i do um as far as the healing modality um you know when we get to a certain aspect in the class they're like oh. i'm like no don't worry it's only energy <laughs> you know fear is really only energy you know, it's it's correlates with something that could have happened in the past. It correlates with something that could have happened, you know, in your ancestral timeline. You know, but diving into that, diving into any emotion and seeing what's behind it, mm-hmm. what's driving it, is the easiest way to help it dissipate yeah. and heal. Yeah, especially when you dive yes. in, don't you find that it's actually not that big? It's, yeah. It's not that big, hairy, scary kind yes. of thing that you've made it out a to big be. monster under the bed, no. For, yeah. you know, all my yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so exciting. I personally think that you're doing the best kind of work. <laughs> you know, I love what I do. I mean, yeah. because there's so many people that, number one, they don't understand it. Number two, um, and they're curious. They're very curious about it. It's like, whoa, you know, what is this? You know, um, but most importantly, they don't understand it. They think that they have to sit in a um, a box, a perimeter of certain things, what you can believe in, what you can't believe in. Mm-hmm. And that's really not true. You can believe in whatever you want. You can change those beliefs mm-hmm. to help you become the person you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. You know that one. <laughs> I do. I know that. we are. <laughs> I, exactly. But I think that's a powerful message, that you can change your beliefs about yourself and become the person you hope or, you know, the potential that you actually hold versus being stuck. And this is how I am and this is how I always am and this is how I always do it. Absolutely. And then repeating that pattern, I think that's what leads us into suffering or I know it has in my life. Yeah. Well, suffering is something we don't have to do. Right. And that's been my biggest, my biggest aha on this journey is it, I don't have to suffer, you know. Nobody has to suffer. Right. You know, you don't have to suffer through a bad TV show if you don't want to. You right. can turn the channel, right? Yeah, there's the same thing, same thing with same her. Thing. Yeah, That's I like right. that. You don't have to suffer. You can just, you know, change the channel, flip the switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how did you come to that in your own life? Was that something where it was an aha moment or was it gradually building? It was, um, no, that was, that was something that really... Um, it was a bel- – I got to the point where I didn't like my beliefs, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I had some beliefs in my in within myself and around me that 
I'm like, wait, 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 this is no, this is not right. I didn't like those beliefs. And that really helped me dive into more of the healing journey. Okay, let me let me heal that belief. What, what, how can I heal that belief? Why is that belief there in the first place? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, that, that was really one thing that I really actually still enjoy doing is changing any beliefs that don't resonate with who I am. Yeah, when they all of a sudden appear, like show themselves and you think, oh, yeah, that may be a belief system that no longer, no longer serves fits. me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, interesting. And when did you... Well, I um, don't mean to step on. I just got excited. No, go for it. <laughs> I, I got one, but go for it. <laughs> you go ahead and I'll wait. No. Well, I was curious, with, along in your own journey, I'm assuming at some point through that journey is when you thought, oh, I'd like to help other people with this. Um, yeah. I, I've always been wanting to help people. Mm-hmm. Always. I've always been in some type of a service industry. You know, I was a uh, nursing assistant. Uh, yeah, nursing assistant, um, CNA, certified nursing assistant for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Um, cross-trained as an ER tech, for, you know, in the medical field for many, many years. Um, yeah, you know, helping. I did, you know, real estate, for, real estate for a short time, but just being with the people. Right. Is what I love. Yeah, and a customer service type of role. Yeah. Yeah. And then did you find that you were already kind of doing, in those roles, were you already doing a lot of this work? Yes. <laughs> you yes. just didn't. Yeah. I just didn't realize it at uh-huh. the time. Uh-huh. Except in real estate, I, you know, and I loved real estate. I really did. But, you know, I got kind of got in late in the game, right before the big crash in 08. And I'm like, well, this sucks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing about I love to art real estate, and this is one thing I love to do, do still today, is when you show a house... And you walk into the house, and boy, you can feel that energy. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, well, give me a house to heal. <laughs> you know, yeah. Give t- me a house. T- to tell clear. us about the. Tell us about because you do house clearing I and do. land clearing, and yeah. and I, I do as well. And yep. but you know, like, tell the listeners about that. For- well, our home is our is a part of who we are. It's our environment, and even if you rent. Mm-hmm. That's still, that's your place that you're putting your energy in, that you're laying your head down at night to go to bed, you're raising your family or whatever, you know. <laughs> that's still a function of who you are, a part of who you are. And even in homes, I mean, you can have a home that, you know, a family you, you purchase and the family owned it for 20 years. Well, I feel and I, I believe this is that, you know, homes have their own energy field too. You know, when you look at the numerology, they look at that vibration of that home. So, um, so when I go into a home, I, I, okay, what are you trying to say? What happened here in this home that needs to be cleared, you know? Um, and once you clear it for a client, you know, and kind of clear it, I, I see it as, uh, like, like I said, a human, you know, you kind of clear it to release the energy and allow the home to do what it does best at its best vibration. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love it. I well, do, too. And it, and it is <laughs> I amazing. do, too. Mo- I think most people don't know that... How much space affects mm-hmm. them and the How energetics much it affects of it. Them and, and truly, they'll come in and say, oh, this feels good. Yeah. They mm-hmm. don't know that you've just cleaned yeah. it and cleared yeah. the space for them. It's a different it's, kind of clearing. It's a different <laughs> kind of cleaning. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I bet, but it, it really makes a difference. It does. Yeah. Huge difference. Absolutely. Um, tell us from these last couple of moments with you, what, how does, and we can, you know, expand this into the next segment if we need, but how does the healing journey correlate with the spiritual path? Um, we all have our own path, Mm -hmm. right? So we all are destined on our own path. We all have 
something we're here to do, whether it's to give birth to the next leader of the world or whether it's just to give birth to the next person that's going to invent something. Okay. So we all have something, you know, we all have our own path. So therefore, the spiritual journey, I believe, works hand in hand with our path that we're supposed to be doing in this world. You know, we being able to get communications and to be able to get guidance from your angels and guides and your higher self is huge to help you accomplish what you come here to accomplish. Definitely. Okay, so people are listening and hearing about Nancy Randon and transforming your phoenix, uh, who is a healer, teacher, life coach. How can they find you? Well, they can go to my website, transformingyourphoenix.com. Um, they can call me or text me. My number is 715-928-3098. Got it. <laughs> um, and that's on your website. And that's on my website. Um, I'm also on Community for Higher Consciousness. Beautiful. With you and the other tribe. Yep. Yeah. And School for Higher Consciousness. Great. Yeah. All the places that you can find Nancy if you want to work with her or learn from her. Um, and you also offer like kind of a prerequisite uh, another workshop, right? Yes. Do you want yes. to tell, take a moment to tell us that? Yeah, yeah, it's called step one. I mean, really, this is step one of the healing journey. You know, right. it's, uh, it's a, it's a five week class. It's two, maybe two and a half hours. If the discussion's a little lively, you know, we'll keep going. Um, but it's a five week class, two hours a night, you know, two hours. Uh, what is energy? I'm going to explain what is energy. A lot of people don't know what the energy is, you know, and how to recognize it. Um, you know, and they're going to go over chakras and uh, um, what the clair senses are. And, you know, and, and I want to encourage people to understand what their clair senses are. I want them to experience their clair senses and I want them to hone and master their clair senses because it's only going to help them on their path in the world, whether they stick with spirituality or they don't. You know, if they're just curious. But um, to me, too, emotional intelligence is super important. When you are navigating the world today, um, emotional intelligence is really um, something that's got to, how should I say this? It, it's something really beautiful to learn and to really understand. Not that people aren't emotionally intelligent, but it's knowing how to um, handle difficult people and how to um, recognize certain things in yourself you know, and uh, learn to love yourself and accept yourself. Um, and, and there's so many other things. But the most important thing, too, in this class is, which is on my website now, just to let you know, my cla this class is on the website. <laughs> Perfect. They get all the, all the stuff. But um, questions. I want people, if they have questions, bring me your questions. I love asking, you know, answering questions. I love helping them understand certain as aspects. And, awesome. Uh, and also, to one another one of the classes uh, that's in this class is um, recognizing negative energy, you know, the tools, you know, Great. healing stones and um, singing bowls and all different other tools, different modalities. So I'm going to go over the different modalities, you know, that are open or, you know, are given to the world today that one might work better than the other for you. Yeah. You know, it's about exploring what's going to work for you and getting you to understand um part of what the healing path is. 
Awesome. Well, we're going to continue that conversation uh, in our next segment here with Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth. And we're in studio with friend of the show and guest co-host Sharon Crowley as we speak to Nancy Randon from Transforming Your Phoenix. And we are very glad that she's in studio with us today, exploring sovereignty and pathways that set yourself free. At some point, we've probably all felt a little stuck in a rut when it comes to our health, whether it's something physical, digestive, or emotional. This is Dr. Erica Way with Beyond Chiropractic. I'm a holistic practitioner that will take the time to help you transform so you can manifest your optimal life. Don't let unresolved issues hold you back. Come to Beyond Chiropractic in Oakdale and discover the answers your health deserves. Book an appointment today at beyondchiropractic.com. At the School for Higher Consciousness, we are committed to raising the level of consciousness on the planet by educating and empowering people to grow, evolve, and live well. We are dedicated to supporting people through this critical time on the planet. Our classes provide a path that deeply connects you to your inner power and higher levels of consciousness. We inspire, teach, and empower people to develop the skills and practices needed to energetically heal, grow, and connect more fully to their life purpose. Learn more at schoolforhigherconsciousness.com, schoolforhigherconsciousness.com. with Elizabeth and we're in studio with Nancy Randon from Transforming Your Phoenix and my guest co-host and friend of the show Sharon Crowley from the Ohm Center of Healing is joining me as we have a delightful conversation with Nancy on why take this the healing journey why dive into the spiritual journey why release beliefs that no longer hold us you know that are no longer true for us and how to really release uh, the density, the dense energies that build up in the body because um, we are energy, right? Mm-hmm. And the more we allow energy to flow through the denser versions of us, the more we can self-heal and really step into our potential. So I love what you're doing um, in the world. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, tell us a little bit, like, you mentioned um, in previous conversation that part of what got you into this was healing your own traumas. Mm-hmm. Do you want to, you know, for people that may be listening and trauma can be a big trauma or a little trauma, right? Like oh, yeah. it can be a bee sting and it can be something much grander um, depending on how your nervous system takes that in and past experiences correlate it. Uh, why? Like, um, don't, I mean, because a lot of times I feel like the conversation is, well, you had a trauma, just get over it. Yeah, and, and that's not always that's not always true, you know. Right. Um, everybody's different. Every you know, some people are more sensitive than others. Some people, even I think honestly, I think we're all sensitive in our own way, mm-hmm. and everybody handles situations differently. It's not a one size fits all, you know. Even healing, it's not a one size fits all, you know. I've had, you know. I'll give you an example. My best friend passed back in 2017. My um, another friend of mine, or husband, um, was him and I were with him the night before it happened. Um, we left him at like 11 o'clock that night. You know, we went and had dinner and and whatnot. And 
you know, by 11 o'clock the next morning, we found out he had passed. And that was huge. That was a trauma that really I didn't see coming. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but it's just that missing, it's that void of not having your friend there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that void of missing their voice, you know, missing those phone calls like, hey, what are you doing, Nance? You know, um, I mean, but traumas, trauma can affect everybody in a different way. Um, I, I, my opinion, society says, oh, you could just, you know, muscle handle, through muscle it, muscle through it, you know, here, take an antidepressant or whatever. It's like, and that's fine. I mean, hear my heart. That's, I'm not, you know, judging in any way, shape or form, but. You know, but also let's get into the emotional part of the trauma. Let's look at the trauma. Let's not internalize it as much if we if we can't help it, but let's heal it. Or you did know? that trauma trigger another trauma? Exactly. Like an you old know? one. Yes, mm. an old one. We have those. <laughs> Absolutely. And sometimes it's not in just this lifetime. Oh, exactly. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's yeah, it can be kind of a snowball effect. And to not even <laughs> and not even be aware of yeah. that that's a thing. Where it's coming from. Right. Yeah. And it does happen. It oh. really does. Oh yeah. But um, you know, trauma is something that I think nobody can avoid. I think right. somehow, somewhere, some way depending on the person, depending on, you know, what situation happens in their life, I think, unfortunately, we're all going to have some sort of trauma. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's just a matter of recognizing it and allowing yourself, being gentle with yourself and allowing yourself to help heal it. Right. Peeling back the layers, you know. I mean, healing is like an onion, as our friend says. Mm-hmm. Um, peeling back the layers, you know, it's not a one and done. So. Well, and I think there's, there's, at least for myself, there's a little bit of a, judgment self-judgment around Mm -hmm. utilizing the word trauma Mm -hmm. like it's really got to be something big right no right and to find out that some of these things as i was you know starting my journey to find Mm -hmm. out some of them were fairly innocuous from when i was whatever age but it imprinted in such a way and then affected all of these decisions and ways of thinking Mm -hmm. for so long when it didn't need to happen no absolutely not and then it creates limiting belief systems right you know and belief systems you don't want (laughs) and that you're so sure are true are true 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 and they're not true you know we one of my favorite things is when i'm working with a client or partnering with someone in their health and they start to catch themselves Mm -hmm. i had someone come in yesterday and that person was telling the story of like, I started to watch myself think that this must be true. They were trying to, you know, kick me out. And then when I actually had the courage and vulnerability to ask, is this true? And to learn that it wasn't, it was mm-hmm. part of my past conditioning. Yes. Was so freeing. Like, yes. and, and I got to be totally loved in that moment. Mm-hmm. That's a huge, like when we can interrupt those cycles that just yes. keep us in the same belief system and you know it's it's huge it's big it's huge it's just it's like flipping the switch you know yeah flipping the switch and saying oh wait a minute here that's not true <laughs> and, and and by being able to learn how to validate yourself too mm-hmm. right you know what i mean and love yourself in that moment you know i i firmly believe you know there's not enough self-love and self-trust going around in this world. So talk to us about that. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, there's a lot of negativity in the world. Um, I've been a firm believer that the, the real pandemic has been the, the toxic negative energy, mm. the way people treat each other. So mm. divisive. Yes, very divisive. Very um, side and then really yeah. go after the other yes, side. Yes, yes. And it's really, it's not about that. 
No. It's not about picking the sides. That's not a win-win situation. It doesn't make people feel good. And people should be able to feel comfortable in their skin without feeling berated or anything else. Well, and that, I think, kind of leads into the whole idea of finding your tribe. Finding your tribe. Finding yourself. Finding and finding yourself. your true belief system. Finding who you are what you're going to tolerate and what you're not going to tolerate, right? Right. Well, so. and sometimes that means people fall away. They do. Um, they do. I think there's always that delicate dance in the healing journey of mm-hmm. um, belonging and growth. Yes. And it's like sometimes when you no longer belong in whatever situation or group or mm-hmm. experience, it's because we're going through massive growth. Yes. And it can be a little disorienting. I mean, it has yep. been for me at times a little mm-hmm. disorienting. Like, oh, I'm no longer in connection with some of these people. And it's neither good nor bad, but it's surprising. It is surprising. And sometimes I think we don't normalize that enough that as we evolve and grow, new connections are going to present themselves. Well, not only that, too, you can still love a person. Okay, so you don't talk to them or they don't vibe with you anymore. It's It's okay. Mm-hmm. You can still love them, send them love. Yeah, hundred percent. Wish, them well. Wish 100%. them well. Yep. You know, and when it's time for your guys' paths to cross again, the love's still there. You know, um, when people you know can hunger and release and that effect, and just send that person love, and not wish them ill will, and allow them to discover their path. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's huge. It but, really is. That's part of sovereignty. It is. It's hard it's a beautiful to thing. It's hard to learn sometimes. You know? <laughs> like, won't they just do it my way? <laughs> right? Just kidding. No. But it is. But it, and not only that, it's a, you know, yeah, the sovereignty, you know, exploring your sovereignty, but also understanding your own sovereignty. This is what makes me tick. This is what doesn't make me tick. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really a journey. I firmly believe a journey of getting to know yourself in these 3D costumes. <laughs> right it is it's like your true purpose your true soul and do you find that the more density that is released the more opportunity there is to discover uh, those things about yourself oh absolutely so the density in a way is blocking those when you can remove we call them false holograms false realities yeah mm-hmm. you know and those that's really what they are false realities you know of what and those can contribute to you know uh, what people say, you know, put a label on you. Well, well, we're not our labels. We're not our situations. Mm-hmm. You know, these are just our experiences. You know, when you, you can get rid of that false hologram, that false reality, um, that's when the fun begins because then you get to say, oh, gosh, I didn't know th- this about myself. You know what I mean? And it's a really big discovery. Well, and I, you know, another another way to kind of unwrap that, too, is like sometimes I feel like, people are carrying around all this baggage Mm -hmm. like luggage and it's like as they heal they're carrying less yes right a lot less and yeah yeah so it is well yeah absolutely when you realize you know well my favorite saying is in this kind of help to put it in perspective is not my monkey not my circus right you know really it's just love the person or you know or whatever you know, whatever's going on, you know, if, once you recognize it, you can love the person, help the person. Okay. They have to k- take control over it. That's their journey, you know. Oh, we don't have to fix it for no, someone else? No, we don't. No. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no, no. No. We can love them as they do the fix it themselves. And hopefully we can provide, you know, that space of love. Space because of people, love. 
I know I transform way easier in love than I do in oh, self-criticism, yeah. self-loathing, you know, self-judgment. Yes. But if I can be in a space of self-love, self-responsibility, mm-hmm. and curiosity, more of my authenticity shines through. Well, that and more doors open. Do they yeah. not? They yeah. do. Yeah. The good ones do. The good ones. Yeah. <laughs> the, one, the ones yeah. you want to kind of flow through. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. I think. I think then to the going back to the tribe. I think once that's where a lot of those doors lead to is mm-hmm. all of a sudden um, you're connecting with different people in a way that you weren't able to in the past because yep. you were so busy protecting yourself. Yes. Or conditioned to connect with a certain person. Correct. Yes. Or yeah. a type of community. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm a firm believer humanity healing. You know, a lot of the stuff is being exposed to where. It allows people to step up if they want it, mm-hmm. you know, and to heal it and to not be afraid of the, the healing. Yeah. Because people can be very scared. I've come to, you know, many people that are very scared to like, oh, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. Like, everybody can do this. Yeah, committed to it almost, yes. right? Yes. Like, no, no, no. There's no time for that. Yeah. 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 I think that's just kind of a fearful thing. And, and even I personally know that when I was going through a lot of different things myself, um, I didn't feel like I could take the time to explore it because I was staring down the barrel at the next trauma. (laughs) And so finding out after all of those years that that's actually kind of a compounded situation that I'm really going to have to peel the Mm -hmm. onion. And then every time you think that, oh, I've peeled that last layer, I'm glad that's done. Yes. Then there's another one that yeah. pops up. It's that onion. It is. <laughs> it's it the is. Onion. Yeah. Yes. But it's so exciting in the process because you start to get the hang of it where when something comes up, you're almost excited, like, oh, good, this is another one I get, I get to, to share. I get to clear it. Yeah. yeah. I get to let it go. Once yep. you get in the flow of it. Yeah. That. Then it starts to be really exciting. And yeah. there's not fear. No. It's right. more no. wonderment. Yes. You know, and all right. Fascination. Right. Yeah. Fascination. And so, Nancy, you you mentioned in the previous segment that you teach classes, but you all and work on land and house clearings, but you also work one on one with people. What does that look like? Oh, well, you know, <laughs> that's a good question. It's well, you know, every I want to get to the core of what's bothering you. That's the first thing. What what's bothering you right now? Mm-hmm. You know, let me see where that's coming from. You know, okay, and then we're going to make a plan. You know, we're going to decide what kind of healing we're going to do. And then one of my favorite things to do during the healing session is I get to clear those dark arts. (laughs) Okay, people might not understand what dark arts are. So another way of saying that is Negative energy. Negative energy, clearing interference. Yes. Clearing Mm -hmm. patterns that have that have not been supportive or yes. have harmed you, your ancestry, or others. Have kept the energy stuck. Intentionally. Yes, intentionally, and kept the energy stuck and kept you in a repeat sequence. Yep. So the pattern seems to repeat in yes. the ancestry, repeat in your life, and you feel like you can't get away from yes. it. Yes, and you can't move forward. Yeah. And yeah. I would imagine some people are very shocked to find out it could be actually outside of them. Yeah. Right? Oh, that very it could much be attributed so. to something else. Mm-hmm. I know that I would have felt a little bit of relief had I been working with you and found that out. <laughs> you know, because we do, I think, assume it's inside of us always. Always, yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's where I think, you know, just understanding where society's at right now and the fact that, you know, people are, you know, people, people, there's a lot of people that are hurt, you know, and they don't know what to do with it, mm-hmm. you know. And that's where I love to 
say, hey, you don't have to suffer. You don't have to. You're not alone. You don't have to stay in the pain body. You don't have to stay in the pain body. Yeah. And actually, we're not our pain bodies. Mm -hmm. They just are informing our next level of growth. Absolutely. Yeah. That's big stuff, though. It is big stuff. But it's good stuff. It's good stuff that works. I find um, when people feel stuck in that, and if there's listeners out there who may be feeling stuck in that, slowing down can feel scary, but it's a good ingredient, a lion, also bringing in curiosity. Like, well, why is this presenting? Yeah. Where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? Mm -hmm. Why is it showing up at this moment? And sometimes that just takes a moment of, like, self-inquiry and self-study to do a little bit of a 360 of, like, where is this? What's the source of it? Is it from my current everyday life in this moment? Is it something that happened in my childhood? Is it something that I inherited because my grandparents... Went through some crap. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, where is it coming from? Yeah. And sometimes we can find the source or the root and sometimes we just have to hold the question and stay in curiosity yes. and allow the energies to come in and, and help move it out exactly with support often oh yes well and what does that look like for a listener you know i know many listeners might be familiar with being able to dredge up or identify what the thing is mm-hmm. um but what is it that you're able to help with in order to actually shed it or move it or clear it or break it up yeah well the first thing i find with my clients are really in anybody people just need to be heard mm. huge so actually speaking huge. it out loud speaking to another out loud to another to release that pressure and they don't know if they especially if they don't know where to go with it right. do you know what i mean right and that's where the validation comes in no you're not crazy no i'm sorry you've, you've gone through this Trauma. I'm sorry you're having such a hard time. I feel like that's one of the biggest that's things. That's one of the biggest things. That's, that's one of the first things uh-huh. that I do with people because to let people know that they're not alone, you know, and that's huge. You know, every um, people can be so isolated sometimes, you know, with all the different things going on in the world. You know, they don't know what to do with it. They don't know if it's okay to express themselves without being criticized or, you know, labeled or whatever you know i mean people just don't um, aren't able to allow themselves to feel safe enough to express what they're going through and then once they've done that once they've done that is it something where you might see that you know whether i'm working with uh like the stones or i'm working with the sound bowls that i may vibrate with the sound bowls in a way that calms me and allows me to release like through the frequency or how does well in a healing session with me the first thing i do is a couple of different protocols um uh first one's called disconnection cellular activation we download your divine plan oh great oh yes we oh that sounds that. exciting got one <laughs> <laughs> you know um bringing the god source energies into the body so we can release what's ready to release and then i do the ancestral people don't realize oh. how much ancestral stuff and you think you got mom and dad's both sides you got kind of a double whammy there right. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. when you bring them together to create the person um it's still that ancestral karma that ancestral issues that that can linger that can come through um and wreak havoc in our lives today 
Yeah. Yeah, and ancestries yeah. will keep repeating the pattern yes. until they learn it, right? Well, I think learn it's, it. it's cellular memory. Yeah. Yes. It yeah. is cellular memory. And epigenetics. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so these are, you, you support people, so you someone comes and sees you, mm-hmm. you do a bit of an energy read yep. with their intention of yep. what they're hoping to heal, the yep. traumas, the belief systems, the limiting beliefs. And then once you kind of know what is uppermost to work with, mm-hmm. Um, if they're in person, they'll maybe lay on a table, yep. right? Yep. And you'll have your hands on or off of them. Yep. And if they're long distance, you'll call. You call know, in you, a soul aspect. Yep, yep, to work. Which is just as effective as in person. Yeah, yeah. isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Yeah. Yes. And you can still have just. As, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And all of this, uh, which I love, I love both that, you know, you're working one-on-one with people and seeing people progress and you're also um, teaching these classes, which can be found on school mm-hmm. for higher consciousness, which we're both a part of and, um, but also on your website, mm-hmm. yep. right? Which is, can you give us your website again? Transforming your And that has how to reach you for land clearing for one-on-one for the classes yep. and lots of other ways that, yes. Um, to reach out if they have questions about their yep. ask questions or they can send me a text and give me their give me your name and say hey I got a question you yeah. know I'm happy to set up appointments and and to get to know a person and see what they need to, how I can help them for sure yeah. any last words of inspiration or call to action for people who are discovering different pathways to set themselves free well the first thing we wrap up yeah the first thing I want to I want to people to understand is number one just be gentle with yourself be gentle with yourself um nobody you don't have to do what everybody says or feel a certain way be gentle with yourself you know start asking yourself questions journaling is huge if you can ask yourself three questions you know number one what am i feeling number two why am i feeling like this and writing them out every time Third question, and this is a part of the homework I give my clients after I see them for a session, what would you like me to do? And when you ask yourself that question, you're asking your higher self, God, source, energy, what would you like me to do? Because we all have the answers inside of us. Wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Stunning. (laughs) It's beautiful. Well, it is, and I think it's just such a fruitful exercise in a way that until you actually do it, you're not even... I mean, it's... It's huge. It is huge. Yeah. yeah. And, and just think of the garbage we all take in every day. It's just a great way to get the negative stuff out. And get it's it like on an paper. energetic shower. Yeah, exactly. And just getting it on paper is huge because um, think, it helps. Yeah, and I think um, when I've done it, I've been surprised many times at what comes out. Yes. <laughs> Didn't yes. see that coming kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Another way to discover yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And to know thyself, your yes. first invitation to many of us. Yes. Well, Nancy Randon from transformingyourphoenix.com. We are so delighted that you said yes to this invitation to be in the studio with myself and Sharon Crowley on Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, discovering pathways with heart-centered thought leaders to set yourself free. So thank you. It's been a blessing. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. At some point, we've all probably felt like we're stuck in a rut when it comes to our health. 
whether it's something physical, digestive, or emotional. You may have even gone to the doctor only to feel like the root causes weren't being addressed. So why not try another approach? This is Dr. Erica Way with Beyond Chiropractic. I'm a holistic practitioner that will take the time to empower you to transform so you can manifest your optimal life. At Beyond Chiropractic, we use QNRT, Quantum Neuro Reset Therapy. QNRT resets the brain's response to emotional triggers by addressing past and present trauma. By resetting the brain's response to emotional trauma, you can clear the way for your physical body to heal. Don't let unresolved issues hold you back. Go to beyondchiropractic.com and discover the answers your health deserves. Find out more and how to book an appointment at beyondchiropractic.com. I'm Elizabeth Sullivan, owner of Soma Soul Sovereignty. I teach people to transform and heal their bodies, minds, and spirits and manifest higher consciousness. My hope with Soma Soul Sovereignty is that you open up to the power to heal yourself. We believe the power to heal is within each of us. It supports us coming home to ourselves and our authenticity. The alchemy of Soma Yoga, Ayurveda, energy medicine, and multidimensional healing is a synergistic approach that supports this self-healing state within and around us. It is filled with common sense and a deep understanding of the beauty for life and consciousness. It reminds us that our true divine nature is light aligned with love, and when we orientate toward it, much releases, heals, and transforms. Experience the power and freedom within and ways to support your body, mind, and spirit being unified. Soma Soul Sovereignty, awaken to your light within. For more information, visit elizabethsullivan.love or somasoulsovereignty.com. That's somasoulsovereignty.com. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, and we are in studio on today's episode with yoga therapists from all different places and spaces. And today we're in studio at this segment with Amy Dixon, who is a dear friend and colleague and who has a lifelong passion for studying the reclamation and optimization of the human mind, body, soul experience. That's a small order. Ooh, yeah, that sounded really, <laughs> really big. <laughs> Might have to scale that down. <laughs> no, I think it's brilliant. And I've appreciated sharing that path with you mm-hmm. and um, would love, I know that you, res- I, you, so you're also a certified yoga therapist Indeed. and you've studied Ayurveda and you've studied energy medicine and um, ancestry and other lifetimes and lots of other modalities and somatics and amongst many things true you've done horse therapy and equine therapy i mean you've had so many lifetimes in this lifetime probably it seems as though yes and i know (laughs) you resist official titles yeah so at least right now maybe maybe it's just a process i'm going through yeah that's fine we can go through processes indeed but what i love about um in addition to all that training and education and exploration, um, you're really grounded in that your first expertise has been first and foremost as a mother. You're mm-hmm. a mom to five children. Mm-hmm. How many grandbabies? Four. Four grandbabies mm-hmm. and counting, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. And, um, you know, because I know like you've done, you know, study in the wisdom and mystery schools, but really you hone in a bit on how all of this has stemmed out of being a mom and a, and an evolving grandmother. Yes, absolutely. I'm not sure what they call you. Uh, Alma. 
Ama. Yeah. I was going to say grandmother doesn't sound right <laughs> saying that to you. No, I wasn't quite ready for grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> I got named Ama by my first grandchild. I love it. Yeah. You know, that, that question about what, you know, what's your path and mm -hmm. how has it evolved is, is just always so clear to me that it began with a really young um, beginning to this role as a mother, this sort of job role, you know, it's, it's just so many, being a mother is so many things more than I could have ever imagined. And, um, the load, uh, that I called in with all this energy with five different human beings and their paths and destinies and, you know, proclivities and was, <laughs> was, was, was way more than I could have, my 23 year old mind could have ever wrapped itself around. And I, I truly believe that that education for the first, you know, I don't know, 15 plus years before I began the second leg of calling in my teachers was extremely important for me. It, it really caused me to have to look in the mirror. That's what kids do. They, they hold with this mirror and you look in it all day, <laughs> yes, every day. And each one of them has a different fun house sort of slant on it. So you see yourself in a totally different light. And it was, it was exhausting, exhilarating, um, and, but most definitely inspiring in terms of what I needed to do with all of those reflections. And, and it, reflections of yourself yes, back at you. of myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it literally brought me to the door of these other schools, of these wisdom traditions of, as you mentioned, you know, yoga, Ayurveda, astrology, on and on. Yeah. Um, I had to do it. It just, there was no, there was no, um, ambiguity about what was next for me once my kids got to a certain age where I could start thinking about what was coming next. Right. When you started to see that, that glimpse of freedom that comes as kids get older, they still need you, but in yeah. a different way. And it's like, oh, I have a little bit of time for myself. Yeah. You, you mentioned like, you know, those reflections, some of them being like probably your brilliant light and some of them, the heavier, yeah. like the darker aspects um, that Indeed. our children get to reflect back to us, which mm -hmm. keeps at least has kept me humble. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, but you mentioned, um, like, f as you've stepped onto, like, exploring your sovereignty, uh, this process, which keeps coming to you as the third way. Can mm -hmm. you talk a little bit about that third way? Yeah. You know, I, it, this is just a phrase that keeps coming to me as, um, I, you know, collectively and individually, I think we've been going through a massive upheaval in our evolution and our mm -hmm. awarenesses of things that we could have never imagined um, in this past little segment of time. It's just in the space of the last few years, let alone prior and so forth. Mm -hmm. But uh, the, that is the phrase that keeps coming to me as I think about the, th you know, the sort of the 3D living that we're doing in terms of an election coming up in the country that we live in and all the ways that we're trying to sort out our issues and problems that are some of which can no longer be denied because they're literally collapsing in front of us. And I, I keep thinking about how we are, I feel that we are being called to create something completely new, mm -hmm. not this way or that way. Mm -hmm. And you can think politically, you can think all kinds of polarity mm -hmm. there. Um, but a new brand new way that we have never tried before. Mm -hmm. That would create something completely different that we have never experienced before. Mm -hmm. So that third way is really, um, I just feel uh, 
really immersed in the thought process of it. And I love it because in our conversations that we've had, how much intuition is part of feeling into that third way and feeling into what it is sovereign. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. I know for me, I'm not like, I don't know why I'm making this decision, but Mm -hmm. it's my gut and Mm -hmm. it's keeping me whole. And sometimes it's like my hindsight or the 2020, like, I'll be like, oh, that's why I made that choice. Yeah. Yes. But in the moment I'm going with this and I think you like to call, you've you've played with calling it intuitional sovereignty, which Mm -hmm. I love because Mm it um, plays with like that, that third way of knowing. A hundred percent. I mean, ultimately that third way is sort of that third eye experience of the seat of our intuition and really bringing it online in a, in a frequency and in a, you know, real, in real time way that we as a collective, even I would say, even as a planet, have not really um, experienced maybe in in recent uh, ages, and I, I really mean that <laughs> in terms of how if, if you think about how old we are, how how old humanity is, how old, and then how young we are compared to the planet. Right. <laughs> there's a, there's a, this is not something that's been um, allowed. I'll use the word allowed. You know. Yeah. So to bring that back online. And recognize the power of it and what it what it is capable of creating instead of what being told we should think or do or believe is capable of creating. Yeah. Are two very different worlds, I think. Yeah. And I know for you and I and our yoga therapy journey and training and all the other trainings we've had the delight in sharing and yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um that kind of becoming more aware of our shadow, like Mm. both brilliant, like, Mm -hmm. okay, wow, we're really good at this. Mm -hmm. And the shadow that we want to run from or like tamper down has been part of our pathway of becoming more sovereign and free, like that we can hold all parts of ourselves and not be run by one or the other. And I want to read something that you wrote because I think it's lovely. Mm. Um, You said, so many times when we are unsure, our most frightful inner demons and triggers are ignited due to the ages humanity has spent in fear and separation. Being told what to believe on every level of our human experience, lest we be in danger of rejection and thus survival. Whether that be ego survival or actual physical survival. So we're in a time of rewiring this nervous system response back to inner knowing, confidence, and trust in self and higher self and in each other and all that it is takes a sacred and worthy time of process. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. That spilled out of me as yeah. I thought about our talk today. And it really felt, um, I really felt centered in those, in that flow of words, because it's just, it really does come down to this, um, this process that we're in mm-hmm. of releasing the old, Mm-hmm. paradigm. I'm going to use that word that everybody wishes would stop being used. <laughs> everybody's sick <laughs> of that word right now, but it's true. This it's old true. paradigm and creating this new one that we have never experienced before. Or if humanity has, we it's way too far back for us to remember. It's, some of it's like, a, I feel like this ancient remembrance coming back online. 100%. And some of it is like evolving into things that I can't even, if I can just get out of my own way and surrender to my higher knowing, my higher self, that inner wisdom. Yes. Often more optimal outcomes come because we're always, uh, always (laughs) fair, fair, because my limited imagination, my limited patterning 
mm-hmm. often will keep that optimal outcome from manifesting mm-hmm. if I don't surrender and release to the higher self. A hundred percent. And I think that's where this idea of process comes in mm-hmm. because the process can be really unsettling and it can, and the, the unsettled feeling of being unsure about what's coming next and yet staying in the process, staying present and not needing to know, mm-hmm. not needing to be absolutely sure, but having that trust in the present process. I mean, we, we get so... That's so countercultural, It's Amy. so countercultural. <laughs> it's completely countercultural. Like, it's either this or that. Or right. the sure... Like, even, you know, reflecting on the last few years, there was a lot of assurity on either side mm-hmm. if we're going with either or Absolutely. in terms of polarity. Um, and so many gradations of gray. And it's like, I know I kept finding myself in, like, try not to get trapped in either or. Try mm-hmm. to keep reading multiple viewpoints. Try yes. to keep in multiple conversation and connection with diversity of people. And I know I fell into points of, you know, either or, and then, oh, I'm down that either or let me pull myself back into both and, or let me pull myself back into curiosity and out of fear. And Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's it's a constant callback for sure. It's an omnipresent, like it's an omnipresent pull to be, to pull you out of it and back into the old. Yeah. So to be constantly holding that as a bubble around you, mm-hmm. uh, to, to just to stay in the discomfort of stay, not knowing. Yes. And also to stay in the discomfort of recognizing that everybody is in their own sovereign process mm-hmm. and that to judge their process mm-hmm. is going to bring us right back to our polarized world. hundred percent. Cause we can't, we can't, we can't affect the only way, honestly, it, it you know, energetically and the energetic principles, we can affect anybody else's positive outcomes is to be in our own positive, in, in our own process sovereignly and, uh, and be in an, be in allowance and compassion for everybody else's. Wow. Yeah. It's it's not, it's not so easy. It's not, especially, you know, as a parent or as a practitioner or just on our own journey. It's like, there are moments of really, you know, and and I I will say like being in the unknown isn't always uncomfortable. Sometimes it's exhilarating and exciting and fun and magical and can be, um, hopeful. Yeah. So hopeful. So hopeful. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes it can feel, you know, depending on our present state, it can feel like, I'm not so sure. And I wish that I had assurance or, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I wish that I, could shore up and yeah. just follow the like the prescribed path versus oh my gosh yeah i th- i think some, one of the things that we're slowly becoming aware of is that nobody's in charge what what nobody's in charge if i look behind the curtain no one's there there's nobody there there's just <laughs> nobody there except a mirror yeah <laughs> you're looking at in, who's in charge <laughs> Um, I think that's a really, it's a giant concept, I think, going on right now. Maybe stirring in some, not in others, um, but ultimately that there is nobody to go home to and have them solve all your problems because they're in charge. Mm-hmm. It's big. It's scary. Mm-hmm. 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 Most of the ways that we've structured society has been to believe that somebody is in charge. The president, the priest, the mom, the dad. Right. And 
No. And so this is, you know, as we wind down the segment, this work that you've done, definitely, I would imagine, supports your work with your children, with your grandchildren, Mm -hmm. and with those people and places that you are privileged enough to work with. Indeed. Um, Any final kind of call or invitation to people? I think really my invitation is a reflection of my own, you know, um, spot that I'm in right now. And that is just back to this word process. What can't, what process are you in right now? Mm. If you look around your life, what process or processes do you find yourself in right now? And can you stay present, which we, which we know in the world of all the things we've studied is the place of power. Mm. Presence is this place of power. And can you stay present instead of wanting to skip steps, jump ahead, know what's happening, or go back and revise and regret. <laughs> Where can people find you, Amy? Well, right now I'm still kind um, of in my, in my, but yes, Instagram and um, just by email. What's your Instagram handle? Amy H. Dixon, A-M-Y-H-D-I-C-K-S-O-N. And that's Amy Dixon with Elizabeth on Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth. Thank you for being with us Thank and you. exploring all the ways yoga therapy comes into play amongst many other modalities. It's the most fun. Most fun. (laughs) Thank you, Amy. Thanks, Elizabeth.